0: Chapter 4 The Vision and Trials Instead of concentrating on the problem, look for the gift. Brian Tracy I can remember this particular week from 8th grade like it was yesterday. Football practice had just finished and I felt horrible as I waited on my mom to come pick me up from the field house. Everything on my body seemed to ache and my throat was scratchy and dry. I was extremely thirsty. I probably crushed several blue Gatorades. After all, the Glacier Freeze flavor is the absolute best. But not only was I thirsty, I constantly had to use the restroom. It was a never ending cycle of drinking and urinating. On the way home, I was telling mom just how sick I felt. She blamed it on football. You see, baseball had been my life up until this point and it was still my favorite and my mom knew that. But I had wanted to play football, so I did. Football is just kicking your rear in. You might just want to stick with baseball. Mom told me, and I didn't like her saying that. I wanted to poke my neck out and say in a deep voice the great quote from the legendary Paul Bear Bryant, I ain't never been nothing but a winner, but I kept quiet and kept feeling horribly. That first night, I probably woke up at least twice every hour to go to the restroom. So now, on top of being on the drinking restroom cycle, I also didn't get very much sleep. I was super tired and frustrated. The next morning, we had weight training for football during first period. I somehow managed to push through the workout and then made my way from the high school weight room back to the middle school with the rest of my team. For my second period class, I was a teacher's assistant for my football coach and history teacher. I fell asleep while grading papers in his class, and he suggested I go home. I didn't want to leave school because I didn't want to miss practice that day. No practice, no play was our coach's motto, and I wanted to play. I finally decided to go to the doctor. Mom checked me out of school and took me home for a few minutes. I downed a couple of big glasses of sweet tea. I can hear a big amen coming from all my southern brothers and sisters. And then we headed to the doctor. After running what seemed like a million tests, the doctor said she wanted to do one last test. A blood sugar test. Of course, we all know that means the painful finger prick. My mom started crying when she heard that because she knew this was basically a check for diabetes. You see, my dad is a type 1 diabetic, and mom had seen what all he had gone through. Now, here was her firstborn, probably having to go through the same situation. And just as predicted, my blood sugar would not register on the meter, and the doctor told us to go directly to our local hospital, Druid City Hospital. We call it DCH. She called ahead and told them we were on our way. Once we arrived, my blood sugar registered 595 on their meter, which is extremely high. They took me in immediately and got me into a room. They officially diagnosed my 13-year-old seemingly healthy self as a type 1 diabetic. I knew what this meant, daily finger pricks and insulin shots. According to my own defeated heart, my life as I knew it was over. As I lay there in the hospital bed after all my friends and family had left from visiting, the smiles went away and the question constantly flowing through my head was, Why me, God? My inner conversation with God went something like this. But God, I've been living for you for nearly two years now. I gave my life to you in sixth grade. I'm now in the eighth grade. And I try not to cuss. I don't drink. I don't do drugs. I've never had sex. I'm a good kid trying to make a difference in this world. And the reward I get for that is finger pricking and multiple shots per day? You have got to be kidding me. No sugar for me? That means no ice cream and no sweet tea. That means no real Dr. Pepper and no hot now Krispy Kreme donuts. God, you know me and my passion for sweets. Almost every decent tasting snack food is coated with carbohydrates and sugar, which I am now not supposed to be consuming. God, seriously, what are you thinking? Of all the 13-year-olds in this world, why would I be the one you do this to? Why me, God? Isn't it interesting that we think good behavior should somehow grant us something better? How silly is that? How did I somehow think being a Christian should keep me from pain and trouble? This just shows my spiritual immaturity at this point in my life. Thankfully, God taught me so much through this difficult time in my life. A change of heart. For the next year, I pricked my finger around seven times per day, and I took six to eight insulin shots per day, depending on how much I ate. I quickly got the hang of drawing insulin out of the bottle and into the syringe. I learned the least painful sticking places and I tried to take care of myself the best that I could. After all, I wanted to live. I learned that as long as I took the insulin to cover my carbohydrates, I could still have ice cream and or a donut from time to time.